0: Thank you. This is episode two forty eight of the Q and A podcast. My name is Anthony, and sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal DeQuincy.
1: Hey there, everybody. Hope everybody's doing okay. How you doing, man? I'm
0: good. I'm good. Uh, It's a nice weekend. It's a good weekend. Good Mm -hmm. time. Beautiful day out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we just came home from HEV, You know, got the windows down, cruising through the uh, streets of Houston. <laughs> yeah, it was a good day today. Good. Yeah, it's an early recording session for us. We're doing this at two o'clock. <laughs> I had stayed up too late last night playing God of War. I rolled Ooh. out. Originally, we were supposed to record at one. I woke up at like eleven twenty, and I get uh, see a text message from Anthony like, "Hey man, can we move the podcast back to 2 I was like, "Say less." Thank God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It it's worked out ca- for it worked out for all parties involved. Yeah, I need to get in my some caffeine in my system before we even think <laughs> about trying to do this. Is this a new uh, God of War game or?
1: Yeah, it's a uh, God of War Ragnarok. It came out last year. Mm-hmm. Really good. I, I've already beaten it, and I'm going through and doing a hundred percent playthrough. Uh, so much fun! I'm about the what soon does as- that mean? Oh, just doing uh, uh, <laughs> I forget you do not game at all. So basically, 100% playthrough is like going through, getting all the collectibles, doing all the missions, everything. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. The Makes first sense. time, like I do this, I did it with Spider Man 2. First time I played, I just played to beat the story and uh, finish the game. And then when I do it the second time, I go through and 100% it. In fact, um, Amari, he 100% Spider Man 2. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So, yeah, he did that before. <laughs> <I>. <laughs> yeah. So I'm about to hop in. Uh, yeah. As soon as we get off. Well, as soon as I finish editing this and uh, get all that. But yeah, man. Overall, it's been a good week. Good weekend. Um, sorry about last week. Not in the podcast. It was my son's birthday. So he turned 11 years old. So we had a little celebration, a little fun here at the house. Make sure we got good. everything, you know. Yeah. It's always gotta come first. Yeah. Family first. And now he's in there cleaning up his room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clean up. All right. Um man, there's no easy way to transition to this. It's been one hub a week for wrestling in and out of the squared circle. Um, and we're gonna do this like um, I did dinners as a kid. We're gonna eat our vegetables first, and then we're gonna have fun. <laughs> so <Yeah>. let's start <laughs> off with this whole the Vince Man situation. Vince Man and WWE got hit with a lawsuit from a woman, um, accusing him of trigger warning right now, accusing him of, among other things, grooming, sexual assault, um, and just being an overall terrible human being. I sent you the uh Wall Street Journal article. You read it. Yeah. I went through and I read the entire lawsuit. It was like 240, 260 pages and so good
0: lord. You did? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was at work and had nothing to do. And I was like, let me just see how terrible this is compared to what the Wall Street Journal and other reputable sources are putting out. And I'll tell you, oh god, the the lawsuit it is so much worse it is horrible like i i don't even want to talk about all things that went on because i don't want to like upset people's but it like one thing in particular um that was just clear is like he groomed that woman from the beginning like she had lost her job her both her parents had passed away and she was worried about work and so where she was, the apartment manager got her in contact with Vince McMahon in order to get her a job. And it's just it's grooming one-on-one. It's like you find a young person who's down on her luck who has no support system and you just become the center of their universe. Mm. And what I got from that lawsuit was like, it's not only how horrible Vince McMahon is, but how entrenched he was in WWE and like people knew about what was going on or or at least at the very least had an inkling what was going on and just turned a blind eye to it there's like other WWE um, employees that were not named but it was like WWE corporate employee one through four and like one of them like basically the way he acted towards her made it seem like he knew that she was just there to be his play thing because every time he would see her he would ignore her they were walking down the hallway he ran to her he would turn around and go the other way it's it really shows how far we still have to go as far as like work not just workplace um, environment but just like society as a whole and the way we treat Mm -hmm. women and the fact that people put more value in their jobs over another human being. Cause it, it's yeah, man. If you have time and the stomach to sit through that and read all of the the entire court filing, please do. <laughs> like I think it's one of the things like we need to force ourselves to do that. So like people will be in a better position to fight against it because once you read it you'll never want that to happen to any anybody
0: ever yeah i mean just the just the like details you got from wall street journal from everybody that's covering it i mean just those details are just horrific Mm -hmm. so the idea that it gets it only gets worse as you actually sit down to read the entire thing like is troubling man it's disturbing and it's um it's gross and man it's you know it's it's sad because because you're right in terms of how far we've come and Mm -hmm. how far we still have to go like as a society, you know, as um, I mean, basically, in this case, is men, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's mostly, you know, something that, you know, men have to uh, address and have to, you know, fix. Yeah,
1: we got to call each other out on our bullshit, man. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Because I don't even remember all, everything I was in the articles. I just remember, <laughs> like, some of the things I was gonna. T- I was just about to bring up. I was like, man, I don't even know if I want to bring this up. Our audience might be, you know, virgin ears might be listening with the children. You don't want to hear this stuff, <laughs> right. Yeah. So that was disgusting. And then everything that happened uh, between, allegedly, I say allegedly, between her and Brock Lesnar. But yeah. well, basically Vince McMahon uses woman like a piece of meat like mm-hmm. between not only Brock Lesnar, but also other higher up employees in WWE. Like if you want her, you can have her and we're going to share her no matter what, how she feels about it. And we're just going to use this woman until we get bored with her. And then we're going to find someone else. And we'll once, uh Linda finds out about it. Oh, I'll just pay off whatever the 3 million, which he did not fully pay off. I think the court record show or accused him of only paying off like a million of the 3 million he was supposed to. And they were going to sign her to this NDA where she can't talk. And, you know, which isn't like, you can't use NDAs to cover up illegal shit. Like I right, can use it. Right. Like if, you're working at a company and working on something super secret, you know, uh program or whatever, and you leave, I can ask you to sign NDA. So you can't talk about it, but you can't use NDAs to cover up illegal shit at all. So I, I think she sued to get the NDA waived and it's, it's going to be waived. So she's going to be able to come out and talk about everything. And, Hopefully, like this will encourage more women who had this kind of thing happen to them with Vince Man and even you know other companies, other places across the country to come out and talk about this. Like I, every time something like this happens, where it's a, a powerful man that gets taken down, like Henry Weinstein or Bill Cosby or you know P he Diddy, he, thank you. Like I hope this encourages more women to come forward with their stories. Cause we gotta right. get all these fuckers about the paint. All these nasty bastards, they need to just we need to take away their power.
0: Yeah, and you know, we're we're seeing that, you know, uh that the like billionaires like a Vincent man, you know, we're we're finally starting to see that they're not immune to the rules and laws that we have in place to Take care of all of us, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: This is, you know, um if if you can take a guy like Vince down, you know, for his uh gross misbehavior, his atrocities, whatever you want to call it, whatever degree you want to take it, if you can take someone like that down for the for the things that he's the horrific things he's being accused of, mm-hmm. then It should only make it easier. I mean, you would hope that would only make it easier to, you know, uh, speak out against people that aren't billionaires and don't have that kind of power, but, you know, still think they wield something over you. You know,
1: I wish it was it, it came easier, but every time something like this happens, a woman comes out and accuses a man of harass sexually harassing her. There's always like this pushback like, oh, he wouldn't do that. Like he's a good guy. And I'm like, of course he wouldn't sexual sexual harass you, guy who's defending him. You're not his potential victim. He's got no reason. Like I don't understand why why well I understand why men don't believe that because they they're idiots. We are all dumb one way or another, but If a woman comes out and says, "Oh, this guy sexually assaults me," I think you should just believe that woman until proven otherwise. Yeah, Yeah. I think like I can't remember. It's like the FBI like did an investigation on rape cases, and they found out like two percent of rape cases are are um are rape accusations. I should say are false. It's like there's a 98 If a woman comes out and says something about a man, there's a 98% chance that, um, uh, that he's like, come on now, let's do the math. In that case, the math is math. Your friend is probably a nasty man. You just have to accept it.
0: Yeah, man. It's, um, I mean, it's shocking in terms of the degree to which he took things. Mm-hmm. things that you read in in the um in this you know this lawsuit the 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 actual the actions that are being alleged are definitely shocking but um and you know perverse and you know degrading and everything all of that but the fact that you know, but it's not shocking in terms of what he thought he could get away with and, mm-hmm. you know, to which degree he could take it. I mean, you know.
1: I mean, when's the last time someone told a man no?
0: Yeah. And, I mean, you every story you hear about him that you've heard from, from other, you know, from fr- former wrestlers and former employees, you know, it, it's all very alpha and controlling and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, macho, you know, macho and, and, you know, being the man being, you know, in total control. And, you know, to to think that that doesn't, that's not going to uh, carry over into your personal relationships, whether this was a, uh, you know, an extramarital affair or whatever it is. I mean, that that mentality is still going to carry over into your personal life and yeah you know it's it's so that's not shocking at all you know the the power that he wielded over this other person yeah
1: so it it really looks like he both he and uh Brock Lesnar are going to get the Chris permawa treatment where they're completely erased from the company
0: yeah <laughs> Because apparently, uh, and, uh, I, and cop- I meant go ahead. W- w- one, one thing mm-hmm. I didn't mean extramarital affair. I didn't mean it to disqualify what is being alleged or you know alleged by this this woman. I mean, you know, uh, it's like you know this this wouldn't be surprising if Linda had made these accusations or you know whoever. And the reality is, you know, I think most people are aware that that it 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 looks like him and Linda are separated at the very least. It's, mm-hmm. it's just kind of a, uh, uh, it's one of those kind of marriage by.
1: It's like you know? uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, where it's like, <laughs> right. we have too much stuff invested together to get divorced. Right. It's better. Like as for Linda, it's probably better for her to just. <laughs> this is i want to say is this, this is macabre but vince kind of deserves it it's probably better for her to just wait for that old man to die and just and <laughs> right. take everything
0: yeah no absolutely um yeah. yeah no not not to discount anything or why these people are involved in these situations i mean that's that's not what i meant by that but like um any kind of relationship that you know personal relationship that he has outside of work um, it is not surprising if you wield power over anybody, you know? Yeah. Tell that man, go to him.
1: But like I was saying, him, both Vince Man and Brock Lesnar are, are just going to be a race from memory. Uh, apparently Brock Lesnar yeah. was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble. Like they had a whole plan mapped out for him until WrestleMania. He's supposed to be in the Royal Rumble, get eliminated. Basically what happened to Braun Breaker be in the Royal Rumble, get eliminated by uh Dominic Mysterio, have a match with Mysterio at um what's it uh Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. and then get the the WrestleMania match that we all wanted to see, uh Brock Lesnar versus Walt uh Gunther, but mm-hmm. those plans woo, up thus they like they want nothing to do with him right now. Everything has been. I think they all promo shit. They're not just setting it to the side. They've tossed it out. Like right. I don't think you see Brock Lesnar in the WWE ring ever again. And the same with Vince McMahon. Like I don't think, yeah, I don't think you're gonna see um, Vince ever, you know, inducted into a Hall of Fame. I think the Brock thing. Maybe if everything settles down, maybe he gets inducted five, ten years down the line, but the block is just too high f- for either one like i don't think you see either one of them anywhere near wwe for half a decade at least like there's no yeah Honestly, i don't think i think
0: I... I think it would it might go longer yeah. than that because i feel like not to implicate anybody that you know not to implicate anybody but i feel like tko would have to wait for a complete overhaul of who's running things over there. Yeah. And I think that, that include, that includes Hunter. and I think that includes, you know, um, even Nick Khan. I mean, I think, I think it, 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 you know, it's one of those situations where once we have a whole new, everybody mm-hmm. running things, then I think we can evaluate the Brock Lesnar situation and, you know, how to, you know, um, how to, um acknowledge his performance in the ring. Yeah, you
1: know. I think you're you know what I take that back. I don't think either one of them comes back because um who's the um the head honcho TKO? Ari Emanuel. Yeah. I saw a report like his daughter works in the WWE offices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So imagine hearing this like you're, you, you find out your daughter's in danger. You're going to go th- down there and take a sledgehammer to everything. Like, yeah. we're shining sunlight on everybody. Like, anyone who has anything to do with Vince McMahon, like, I wouldn't be sp- surprised within the next, like, two, three months. You just hear like loads of layoffs or people voluntarily quitting things like that. We're, like, yeah. I change my mind. I don't think either one of them will ever be seen near a WWE ring again. Forget, you know, Brock Wrestling or either one of them, in the Hall of Fame. Like, the, both of them just might be wiped from existence as far as WWE and TKO is concerned.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the only thing you can do right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because whatever Brock's involvement is, or alleged, alleged involvement, I mean, it's bad, it's definitely bad, and yeah. it's like not gonna go any, not gonna go away anytime soon. Um, but I think, I, I think ultimately at some point, and again, it could be 15, 20 years even, you know, that we get an acknowledgement of. Brock Lesnar existing, you know, in that universe. Yeah. Um, Because honestly, I I think
1: the cleanest thing to do is just wait till they're dead. Yeah. Like, once they're dead, they can't fuck up anymore, right? Right.
0: Yeah. You know, it's that's just how it has to be at this point. And Vince, you know, I mean, he was always going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, whether he liked it or not, because, you know, there was always the thing. The thing about the Hall of Fame was that I think The Undertaker was the only one that he actually came out for and, like, acknowledged. But the story goes, like, they, he, presenters and, you know, inductees and all that stuff. He didn't want his name mentioned at all during these events, mm-hmm. um, so I think I think a Vince McMahon induction wasn't going to happen anytime soon, anyways. Um, and this this just only you know seals the deal on that.
1: Yeah. I gotta say, we talked about this subject much longer than I thought we would. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, it's it's a big. I mean, it's a massive subject, and it 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 jeopardizes a lot of things. Because, and if we want to keep moving, I mean, if you do want to move forward, you know, the reality is, um, he resigned. Mm-hmm. He's gone, and he's not coming back. This is big, something that
1: Big Slim Jim came to, down and put his weight on. Him.
0: Yeah, who <laughs> would have thought that Slim Jim would be the Slim Jim and and this you know uh you know this this uh very petite looking lady would be the ones to to take down the big giant hulking you know Vince McMahon Slim,
1: Slim Jim out here fighting for change salute to you Mr. Slimmy Jimmy
0: and getting more done than
1: than most yeah or done to our goddamn government when it comes to sexual assault, when sexual predators, man. Um, I, just, I just want to say, like, before we start recording, my thoughts was like, I didn't think we were going to talk about the Vince Man situation for that long because there's no other side to the situation. There's no one standing right. up saying, "All right, being a sex pest is a good thing for business." I'll tell you what, like, <laughs> it's a horrible thing, horrible situation, and we're all glad that Vince is gone. Like, I don't. I haven't seen one person come out and be like, "Well, Vince shouldn't have stepped down. Like, get him out of here. Like, he's
0: what it, with- And what what it what it is is it's sad that his behavior and the things that he is being accused of um, led to his basically being forced out. You know, because you, there's you can't acknowledge the things he did for the business anymore. Shit, you can't. You can't- you can't, uh, you can't enjoy the on-screen persona that, that he presented 20 plus years ago, you know, as Mr. McMahon fighting Stone Cold Steve Austin, all, all those things that we remember, you can't enjoy those anymore. Like you, they, they have to go away. They have to, that, that has to be put to bed and we, we can't, you know, uh, those won't be relived on television. They won't be seen on television ever again. Um, and that's, that's a, you know, that's a sad thing. Only because he chose to go this, he chose to, to take his life in this direction mm-hmm. that, you know, doing something unthinkable, disgusting, allegedly, all of course, you know, allegedly, you know, um, don't want to get sued, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, you yeah. know the, the, the idea that you know he would do these things—it's um, mm-hmm. it's despicable and it's disgusting and it's it's just sad. It really is because you know his actions affect everyone. They really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, this woman at the very top of that list. You know, with whatever trauma that she has endured, uh, which is you know the worst of it all, of course, It's is
1: sad, terrible for her and all the Vince Man's victims over the years. So I'm gonna end this segment by just saying, "Fuck Vince Man." There we go. There
0: we go. Okay. So he's gone, and at the same time, they are. You signing... know,
1: who, you know who's the most worried person right now about this whole Vince Man deal. Probably Ari Emanuel. No, it's Lucifer. Lucifer is looking up like shit. He's coming for my <laughs> throne. Coming, right, right. Satan has to get his armies ready to fight this man. Like <laughs> Lucifer versus Winfrey Man, one on one in the ring. Who you? I'm a little worried for Satan. I got to be honest with you.
0: I don't know. I, uh, Johnny Ace might be a little worried yeah. himself.
1: <laughs> um, Vince gonna um, bring out his good friend Harry Kissinger, and Lucifer won't stand a chance. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to make a joke. Let's
0: lighten up the situation (laughs) a little bit. Of course. So, you know, as he's leaving and as all this is coming out, they're still signing mega deals. uh, A 10-year, $5 billion contract to stream Monday Night Raw, or to stream Raw, who knows where they're going to put it, with Netflix, which is insane. The oh, amount of we money.
1: Have, I forgot about we have not talked about this Yeah, so it Dwayne is Dwayne
0: joins the board of directors
1: as well Oh, we'll talk about Mr. Johnson a little bit later <laughs> Yeah, uh, I forgot <laughs> right. this happened while This feels like old news, but we didn't discuss it Because we were off last week Yeah, so Netflix and WWE partner together They're going to be broadcasting Raw uh, live whatever nights, because we're not 100% sure it's going to be on Monday nights. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, if it's on Netflix, that means they don't have to make it three hours anymore. Right. Um, But yeah, they're going to have Raw streaming on Netflix, and also, I believe, the PLEs on there as well. Basically, they're just bringing the entire WWE network as we know it from Peacock and putting it on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And the total deal was what? 10 years, $5 billion. And Netflix has two options where they either get out after five years or extend it another 10 years.
0: Insanity.
1: Netflix got money like that. (laughs) Oh, they're going to. Oh, no. no. I saw someone's tweet was like Netflix is like $14 billion in debt. And, And they were like, well, i if I'm already fourteen billion dollars in debt, I might as well be um, nineteen billion dollars in <laughs> debt and have Ray Mysterio and the and um, Roman Reigns, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's a crazy. You know what's also crazy? The um, um, uh, the deal they currently have with um, NBC Universal show Raw on USA, it. Expires in October.
0: Right. So they have three months of limbo.
1: Yeah, we have no idea where is gonna be um from the end of October until January of following volume. But yeah, that's a that's a crazy deal. I I remember like before the deal came out, there was a lot of speculation on who was signed, was like, oh, maybe Disney will get involved and put it on FX. Amazon's always looking for live program. Maybe they'll chip in. Then Netflix just dropping the goddamn elbow out of nowhere
0: with this deal. Yeah. Warner Brothers was looking at it. Yeah. And that was the bi- that was the biggest story out of all of that before Netflix even came in. Was mm-hmm. the idea that if Warner Brothers Discovery signs WWE what does that do what what happens to aew that basically makes them expendable you know and uh in this modern day war between or you know whatever you want to call it probably yeah between aew and wwe i mean it would have probably folded the company right there i mean you think so
1: Cause I'm thinking the other way. I'm yeah, thinking because... that for, that forbidden door just got more open. Like t- you, you, like I can see a, a situation where the WWE, uh, WWE, but Warner Brothers executives come together and be like, "Look, they talk to Tony, and they talk to they talk to the Khan brothers, Nick and Tony, <laughs> and like, look, we on both, we on both of y'all, we are paying this money. Y'all need to come together and be friendly with each other. Stop this, the Travelers bullshit." And let, let's all eat because that's the thing about all these companies like WWE, um, TNA, AEW, New in J- in Japan. Industry. There is more than enough time and money out there for all these companies to make what they need to make,
0: right? And and I, I hear you, and that sounds the most logical thing, but mm-hmm. we've seen you know, and it's not a It's not that I hate AEW, it's not. I mean, I I watch it when I can a little bit here and there. I try and keep up because they have some great performers, clearly. Mm -hmm. But what I've gathered from Tony Khan is that he is uh, not a very logical man at times. And I could definitely see him throwing a fit if, you know, the forbidden door now has to include his company, you know. Uh, the only thing I'll say
1: about that is we just saw Slim Jim get Vince Man out of the paint, and they're just an advertiser. True. Uh, can you imagine what the real big money could make? Tony, Tony, WB Discovery could get Tony Khan out of the paint if they want. They'd be like, look, either you play, either get down or lay down. Those are your two options.
0: I think he'd lay down.
1: That's all right. AEW will keep yeah. on pushing. Shit. Honestly, if AEW had someone else in in there, um, you know, writing storylines and being charged, it would probably be better than what's doing right now. Because let's be honest, I know you say you watch AEW a little bit. I don't pay attention. Like it is really in a down slope right now.
0: It's not great. The storylines aren't great. They're, they're definitely you know they, the problem is they have good talent. They just don't have the right bookers they don't have the right it's, it's tony Khan. I mean he he is the booker mm-hmm. um he uh look yeah, the problem is he's a fan mm-hmm. and he's not a he's not um a what what is he's not a true student of the game mm-hmm. and he's not a student of the the the, the carnival of it all you know
1: yeah. Wrestling is the
0: over shit. the top, the over the top storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, And so while I could totally see, because we've seen, I mean, we see it. We just saw it at the Royal Rumble. WWE is always willing to work with somebody, anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, especially, and especially now, more so now mm-hmm. that, you know, certain people are out of the organization or out of the company. Um the will their willingness to work with other companies, I think, is it's clear and it's, you know, it's not a um it's not something that they are gonna shy away from. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, now. Yeah, especially now.
1: Speaking of which I'm watching the Royal Rumble and the Women's Royal Rumble is on and number five is about to come in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a, that was an awesome moment yeah um
1: yeah also like i found this out um a couple of weeks ago it was the first time that like they brought in jordan grace of course a tna women's uh knockout champion it was like the first time they did this intentional i know everybody talks about a couple of years ago when they brought in back uh what's her name uh mickey james Mickey james yeah and she was a tna champion and we were talking about, oh, maybe that w- this could be the beginning of something. You know how that actually came to to happen. So what happened was WWE, WWE had fired too many women, and so they were going back around trying to get them to come in for the Royal Rumble. And so they asked Mickey James to come in. They had no idea she was DNA <laughs> champion. It was just, it was, like she agreed, and then they found out, and they're like, "Well, fuck it." <laughs>
0: So it wasn't
1: intentional. It was completely accidental. Unlike this wow. one. God damn. Grace is just mad handling these women, women handling.
0: <laughs> and like. But see now the, the, you know, knowing who you're working with is, I mean, it's it's turned out. Mm-hmm. It's something that they're going to, that they'll continue to do. It looks like yeah. where I feel like Tony Khan would be very reluctant to acknowledge that he has to open the forbidden door to WWE, mm-hmm. especially after Hunter, you know, took another little pot shot at and saying, calling it the forbidden door is kind of stupid and silly, but um yeah, he still sees it as this competition and it's mm-hmm. just, look, the reality is it's not, you know, it's nice that he has a billion dollars. It's nice that he can, you know, Take on the debt that he's taking on and, you know, so far, but at some point everybody reaches their limit on, in terms of what debt they can take on.
1: Yeah. I think WWE's mindset now is like, we'll play nice with you as long as you play nice with us.
0: Right, right. Um, so that you know, that was the big deal going into these negotiations was <laughs> is Warner Brothers just is Warner Brothers Discovery, are they gonna land WWE and turn the industry on its head because that that's a game-changing move because it 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 ruffles all the feathers it it uh you know um it introduces all of the possibilities mm-hmm. all of it you know good and bad it's all it's all there yeah and then out of nowhere Netflix comes out mm-hmm. dropping five billion like you know that's on great. a wrestling show, Yeah, like Dead's debt, we got this. Like TKO bought WWE the company Mm -hmm. for nine billion and Netflix came in and bought the show for five billion for ten years. That is insanity. Crazy numbers.
1: You know who else is hurts? Broadcast TV cause if you think of all the stuff that's like broadcast tv right now the really the only saving grace they have right now is like live sports and mm-hmm. award shows and look what's going on the last couple of years we had um just this year we had an NFL playoff game on Peacock we got mm-hmm. WWE leaving their flagship show is leaving broadcast tv and going to netflix uh baseball playoffs this year we had them on uh what was it the bleacher report slash mm-hmm. hbo max like live sports is just slowly turning a- away from being on just regular over the air tv and going to these streams
0: places and if you look if you look at uh if you look at Monday nights specifically, Mm -hmm. what, what are, what are, what is television going to do in January, in February, you know, all basically from January to September when there is no Monday night football, because Monday night football is always going to get, whether it's ABC ESPN, ESPN two Manning cast, I'm a big fan of and I watch. They're always going to get 10, 15, 20 million viewers, just depending on the matchup and all that. Those are all variables, but they're always going to get over 10 million. What are you going to do the rest of the year when there, there is nothing that captures people's imaginations like football. You'll have the, the the college football championship one Monday night And you'll have the basket, the national basketball championship. I think one Monday night, and then that's it. But there's not a whole lot that that's going to go on on Mondays to, you know, uh, to bring in that you know, almighty ad revenue. I don't
1: know. I don't know because USA is going to have SmackDown now, Mm -hmm. so that would save save them one night out of the year. But other than that, I guess they're just going to be playing replays of Suits and, <laughs> and uh Law and Order. A lot,
0: a lot of SVU. Yeah,
1: which, you know, not a terrible way to go. SVU is one of the GOAT shows, so yep. um, that's a very good question.
0: Honestly, you're right, right. They do have right. Friday nights covered mm-hmm. because Fox we is so, We think. Fox saw, you know, SmackDown was pretty consistent for Fox. Mm-hmm. Um... I think towards the end they haven't been as happy, but um I imagine they'll be very happy with uh the the ratings uh from this past Friday. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know if those numbers have come out yet, but um yeah, I mean USA is definitely gonna have one night covered, but then the rest of the week and it's not just I mean it's it's everybody, you know. All, I think, all everywhere. I
1: think they've just accepted the fact that tv ratings are just are what they are now mm-hmm. like it's not going to be like in the 90s where seinfeld um gets 30 million people watching or friends or something like that you if you get 2 million people watching your show now it's mm-hmm. a yeah. it's a miracle
0: yeah jeez i mean even 10 years ago that that damn uh big bang theory was getting like Eight
1: million viewers yeah. a week. So I'm like, I don't know. Somebody smarter than I will make those TV decisions because I don't know. Uh, well, since I'm talking, watching the world rumble, let's talk about it. Overall, how did you grade the world rumble?
0: Man, the show was fine. It, I mean. I guess you got to give it maybe a C plus, definitely a B minus.
1: Yeah, I'm going B. It's just the entire show lost steam after the Women's World Rumble.
0: And look, let, let me also just kind of beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. That show with two Rumble matches and two like actual wrestling matches, only two wrestling matches, that show should not have been four hours long. It was that long? Wow. Yeah, it was it was almost four hours, I wanna say. I wanna say it ended at like ten fifty. Yeah, I think both of the rumbles went over an hour. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. I mean, I I, you know, of course you gotta you gotta get that. You gotta get that match you those matches have to get their time in. Mm Mm-hmm. But Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul for the the United States Championship and the Fatal 4-Way, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, L.A. Knight, and AJ Styles for the WWE title. Uh, I mean, that that does not merit an almost four-hour show.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the times right now. So the Paul Owens match went 14 minutes exactly – and then the Fatal 4-Way went 19 minutes, 19 and a
0: half minutes. Damn. So I a say- lot. They stretched it out a lot. Man.
1: Yeah. That Fatal 4-Way for me, I'm going to rewatch it today. Uh, in fact, let me go to it right now. I'll skip to ahead to it right now. That match, n- n- it, n- it didn't feel like a complete match. Like, it never got out of third gear to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe that happens when, I guess, everybody knows what's going to happen. Yeah,
1: it's going to be... Eventually, you're going to get the bloodline interference, and Roman's going to hit a spear and win. Right, right. Uh, It just never got chaotic enough for me, I guess is the word. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay... When all right, we're about to pick up business, about to pick up, and the match is over. Hey, <laughs> right, what? And then Logan Paul, Kevin Owens. Um, it was a fine match. Uh, one of the few times that the referee has uh, awareness,
0: <laughs> exactly
1: catching the brass knuckles on um KO's hands and calling for the bell and the disqualification. So it's fine. Uh, so that was a fine match. Kevin Owens out here wrestling with. Uh, said a fracture in his foot yeah which wrestlers are crazy man if i have a a, <laughs> fra- a fractured bone in my foot i'm not walking let alone out here putting on 14 15 minute matches
0: i'm pulling into work and i work from home yeah a lot
1: <laughs> i really don't have anything to say about those two matches
0: that's about all you can say yeah
1: I thought one would be better and the other one was was fine for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um I thought the women's rumble match stole the show. It was the best uh match on the show by far.
0: Uh, and it was the best of the two for mm-hmm. sure. Uh the surprise like the the surprises were much better than than the men's rumble and uh yeah,
1: what surprises were there impactful. in the hold on what surprises were there in the
0: men's World uh I think Sammy Zayn's return that's about it but
1: oh um I'm sorry I forgot that Andrade came back but and I mean and yeah I feel like I felt you like kind of new like it was yeah.
0: reported that he was coming back so it kind of you know I guess it was surprising to see him enter at number three but mm-hmm. you know that's that's good, you know. Get him enough time in there, you know, plenty of time to get a feel for the guys again.
1: Oh, speaking of which, and draw his entrance. Um, WWE, y'all need to get new in-house music, please. <laughs> like the music they have right now is so WWE 2K generic wrestler A. Yeah, like there are so many people who came out, like oh, who that? Unless I saw their faces. Or saw the name on the um uh, the scoreboard, Tridron, or the apron. I had no fucking idea who it was. Like Candice LeRae came out in the women's match. Had no idea because her music is just so bland. Mm-hmm. And that's like so many of these newer wrestlers. Like, like where is Jim Johnson? Get that man back in. <laughs> let him tickle the ivories. I need him back on the guitar. I need him. Y'all need him. I need some good music, please.
0: I mean, he does come from another. Regime, so maybe not. <laughs> maybe we won't be seeing him
1: either. We just got to play his hits, and <laughs> right. we just we just got we got to give him the building. Like and maybe you need to have someone monitoring him. The Maestro sure he's not a nasty man, but we need those hits, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I felt like the the women's rumble was, uh or, or the, the the surprises were were great. They mm-hmm. were much better. Um you were close, man, with your prediction. Which oh, the women's. Yeah. Oh. That moment that moment lived up to every expectation that that we've had for you know for her debut.
1: Are you so you talk about someone who looks like a star in the making? Yes. Uh, they aew had her for year years and and one night wd makes her feel like the biggest deal in the world but like i you, mean you see her come out and then she's standing face to face with um um oh, damn i've got, got a jacks uh bianca belair and bianca yeah. yeah she had
0: face-offs with all of them It was, I mean, a massive moment. Yeah.
1: And then they had my girl Tiffy Stratton out there. <laughs> yeah, I bought all great those moment books. too. And then that shot at the end where it was who it was Stratton, um Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. And Jade. Jade and um wasn't it Becky Lynch as well? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, at the end, with all set, I was like, oh, so they're your um, competitors for Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Yeah. You look at the women's, it is so stacked. And like they still have so many women down at NXT who are just ready, chomping at the bit for their call up. Mm-hmm. Because after that, um, on Friday, Naomi signed. To SmackDown, yep. and so did Tiffany Stratton.
0: Naomi's return was yeah. was cool. Was very cool. Mm-hmm. It was great seeing her back. She seemed a little rusty in the WWE ring, even yeah. though she's been active. She's been, you know, she was former TNA Women's Champion, um, but she maybe it was just the uh, the like the adrenaline of being back, or getting that that you know pop from that crowd uh but she definitely looked a little um like she she didn't she wasn't able to pick it up a notch mm-hmm. um but I suspect she'll move past that and get through that and you know be fine going forward yeah. but it, was, it was, for me it was noticeable right away, you know pretty early on um Jordan Grace, yeah, to look great in that moment. You know, uh the biggest spotlight she's ever gotten in her career so far. So far. So far. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm like, can we get her a WrestleMania moment? Like I, I wouldn't be mad if they reached out to other companies that were like, Hey, um, so hey, New Japan, hey TNA, can we borrow <laughs> a few of your guys in April right. so you, you get them on a plane to Philadelphia
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly and uh, and Jade I mean again just looked like a mega star mm. already um, and looked like she could hang with everyone mm-hmm. that was in her way and now again you know like like we had said, even if she had won, she would still have plenty of time to continue training and to continue only getting better. You know that was a showcase. That was that was the show. That was the opportunity to showcase her to showcase Jade Cargill herself, not yeah. her wrestling, not her you know her mic work, not her in ring skills. That that you know it's a battle royal. It's not a wrestling match. It's just a a moment to to showcase her and like this is what's coming. This is you know, this is someone to be on the lookout for very soon, hopefully.
1: Uh, we got, she looks the way she looks. She's just has an aura around her that makes you pay attention to her. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a perfect night for yeah. Well, almost perfect. She didn't win. <laughs> A perfect night for Bailey. Yes, congratulations to her. She'll be taking on EO Sky at WrestleMania, which is a long Probably. time thing that's been, that's been on the burner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see that. It'd be nice if she has Sasha Banks as some ba- as some backup, but <laughs> looks like uh, she'll be in AEW
0: most likely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and with Bailey, it's like. She was good, she's been good as a heel, and you know, being a trash talker and you know, uh, you know, someone to belittle the audience. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there was always this thing where it was like, it doesn't seem still seems a little even three years, four years into the gimmick, it still seemed a little forced. Like, she's clearly uh a great face. Mm-hmm. A great baby face. And it's someone that people want to cheer for most of the time. Yeah. And I think this will, you know, this will give her that chance to to uh, get back to that again. And that faction, even with her out, um, is still strong enough to uh, make EO look not hateable, but dislikable, I guess, maybe. Or you know someone that he wouldn't root for. This time, because he gets a lot of cheers as well, but I feel like if if the crowd is gonna have to pick between her and Bailey, I think they're gonna pick Bailey.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Um, I think it's been a fun ride as Bailey with heel Bailey, but it's time for her to switch over, become lovable again.
0: To, it's time to bring back the. Inflatable. <laughs> I, I, I don't know we need to go that far. Like maybe the <laughs> hunger. We're not bringing back the, the, the funny fingers, what are N- they called?
1: N- the whackable, inflatable two <laughs> man. No. I don't think we need to go back that far. Okay. But just make her a good a good guy again. That will work. Yeah. Um I think that's it I wanna say for the women's match. Yeah. And then for the men's, it they had a story.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: A boring story is still a story. Like it's crazy to me they had Jimmy and Jay start off the rumble, and I can't remember one interesting they thing they did after Grayson Waller came in.
0: No, I mean, they, but that's a good, that's a good thing though.
1: Like, like they didn't even eliminate each other. Like Jay was eliminated by Gunther and Jimmy got eliminated by Braun. Oh, speaking of which, it's crazy now that WWE, we have a Braun and a Mello. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, Um, they didn't really have any interaction that I really thought they were going to start building that match for WrestleMania, Mm. uh, the
0: Royal Rumble. Um, But honestly, I don't think you need that moment either. That rivalry is already there. It's built in. They have plenty to go off of from there. I think that was just, uh, it was a good moment to kind of, to put that image in our our minds, you know, to prepare us for Mm -hmm. when they finally do pull the trigger. And I think, um, it's uh look, nobody nobody uh is better at the tease mm. than WWE. <laughs> and mm. I think that was a, another instance of them just teasing everybody. Like this this is gonna happen at some point. Yeah.
1: Um what else? Uh they let Cody Rose do his entire entrance on the walk <laughs> to the ring. Right,
0: right. I mean, yeah. it's... We
1: know what y'all are here for. Y'all want to whoa? We're going to let y'all woe. It's infectious. hmm
0: It really is, man. I, uh, I, from I,
1: I like the song. I, I think I said before, it's on my workout playlist, so... Yeah. In fact, a lot of WWE songs are... But...
0: I definitely have a WWE workout
1: playlist. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, you know one thing I forgot to mention? I just saw him now that I'm watching the Fatal Four Way match. Pat McAfee's back.
0: Yeah. That's cool. I mean, you know, he's he's always going to draw interest and he's actually pretty good at what he does, you know, mm-hmm. on uh at the announce desk and in the ring. When he's when he's given a chance, he's actually a damn good wrestler. Um I think for me to sum up the men's rumble, because again there, there weren't a lot of surprises. Um
1: uh, I'm sorry, hold on real quick. I'm I'm looking yeah. at the uh the Royal Rumble on Wikipedia and it's showing eliminations. It's got uh Pat McAfee oh, with no, one no. elimination.
0: <laughs> <laughs> himself. Yes.
1: It literally says, it says Pat McAfee himself, 38 seconds, <laughs> one elimination. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead
0: I think to sum up the men's rumble um is that they clearly were were ready were, were ready were ready to give Cody his moment again. Mm-hmm. Um and that was good enough for that particular crowd. Because that was a crowd. The whole the whole buildup. They were saying Saint Petersburg, Tampa area. It's dusty. It's dusty country. That's where Dusty cut his teeth. You know the road's name is. Uh, it, it's you know, it's synonymous with wrestling in that area. And for Cody to win it in front of that crowd, I think was good enough for that crowd. Um, having the Rumble in that area, again and in that baseball stadium just another baseball stadium they could check off off you know whatever list and say we sold it out we filled it up we put more seats we put more people in the seats than the damn the goddamn Tampa Bay Rays do like during an entire season
1: you beat me to the joke but yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got it done um and with Cody winning in front of that crowd in front of the the fans that know that you know know his family and and cheer for his father back in the day it was good enough for that crowd and it was the it was the safest place to to give cody that win without all of the star power that was lacking in this rumble Mm -hmm. cody arguably was the biggest star in the rumble this year but if you look at the fatal four-way, that that eliminated four guys right there that well, not maybe not Roman, but three other guys that normally would be in, in the Royal Rumble match. You look at no, there was no Randy Orton, there was no AJ Styles, there's no LA Knight. Um and you know what? I'm fine with that. Like,
1: like honestly, yeah. I feel like the Royal Rumble should be used to like make stars more often than giving an established guy or girl a shot at the title because like someone like uh randy orton or like charlotte flair winning the rumble it's like okay why they can just go out there and demand a title shot any anytime but someone like like even la Knight, like him winning and going to wrestlemania to take on roman that that would work for me more than an established vet so, so I'm okay with that yeah, thi- it, it, but the thing is the story has to be interesting and this rumble at least the men's version wasn't interesting like we talked about the Jay and Jimmy thing it was great at the beginning never right. got to anywhere besides that what else what other moments can you remember off the top of your head from this um, from this rumble like Braun coming in and doing the uh, Brock Lesnar spot that was that was cool and I enjoy CM Punk and Cody Rhodes at the end, wrestling a match that honestly went a little bit too long. But doing that at the end, that was great. But besides that, what other moments do you remember from this Rumble?
0: No, there weren't a lot. And that's why it was so safe to do it in St. Petersburg because that crowd wasn't going to turn on the lack of interesting stories going on. Because they didn't. like They didn't turn on this match. You know, it was... uh, you know, Cody was the right guy, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, and I think as we've seen reactions from people about what happened this past Friday yeah. on SmackDown, like as long as Cody won anywhere you put the rumble, people were gonna explode. People yeah. love Cody Rhodes that much.
0: Right. It's it is an amazing turnaround, mm-hmm. an amazing metamorphosis that he has um worked on and has built. And has made happen. He has made himself into the uh the whitest of white meat baby faces yeah. maybe in the last twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Some you could maybe even say since Dusty.
1: I was gonna say since
0: Stone Cold, but you go know, there you want Well uh. Stone Cold wasn't white meat baby face though. Even you, oh. I don't Oh, think he would buddy,
1: you, you do not remember those pops he was getting to add to her. I'm sorry. <laughs> when he would come out against Fifa Man, the crowd erupted like they were literally against
0: somebody, <laughs> somebody.
1: <laughs> against a, a boss that shall not be named. Yeah, look, look, uh, I'm not gonna let you erase. The, we're, we're, I'm not gonna have Stone <laughs> Cold see you. I'll erase <laughs> you. Not in my that's house. what I'm saying. Not on this. That's podcast. what I'm
0: saying. No. Um. But the The reaction he's getting The reactions he's getting everywhere mm-hmm. uh, It is it's, it's enormous man And it's you know it, It's definitely something that I wasn't expecting
1: Yeah um, I remember after he lost that recipe There were a bunch of podcasts yeah. <laughs> cheap heat <laughs> they're talking about how he needed to change fake uh change heel because that was the best thing for him it's like you guys were wrong then at the time and you're doubly wrong now looking back <laughs> no one in wrestling is more over right now than cody rhodes yeah
0: yeah and so yeah i mean i think again you know doing it in front of that crowd that was the best place the safest place to to give someone a back-to-back win um to give Cody the back-to-back win and uh again like I said like you said it wasn't a very interesting match there weren't very many interesting moments coming out of it um and despite that fact it it got a, a huge reaction when he won mm-hmm. and again, yeah, nobody turned on that match. People were still tuned in. People were still in the arena, you know, waiting for Cody to, you know, to get the victory. And he did. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't think you could do that match in Philly. I don't think you could, you know, oh, that particular I, I'm, Rumble.
1: I'm telling you, it wouldn't like matter. As long as Cody won, people would have been excited.
0: Yeah, but I think you would still need, a little, a little more star power to solidify that victory. Because you're right, he's going to get that reaction when he wins. But I think more people start tuning out and they get bored if there isn't a bigger name, you know, for Cody to to you know uh, defeat in that match. Um,
1: I think you might be right about the middle of the match. The end of the match: CM Punk versus Cody Rhodes. Although it went a little too long for me, I think you put that anywhere and people love it. It's two Uh, AEW guys going head (laughs) to head for the, uh, well, at the time for the right to go to WrestleMania and fight the championship.
0: Oh, what does Uh, that mean? uh, What do you mean by
1: that? uh, We're going to get to that. But first, let me uh, give you some stats. So Rhodes is the fourth man to win back-to-back Rumbles. Can you name the other three? I can name two. Yeah, go ahead.
0: <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, and Shawn Michaels.
1: Yes, and that bastard Ho-Ho Hogan is the other one.
0: Crazy. Yeah. Oh, Hoc- that's right. Ho-Hogan. Oh, I, I thought. But... I thought another guy won it twice in a row. Oh, Never mind.
1: I thought you were doing a bit. You really didn't know.
0: <laughs> that's right. Uh, it was Hogan. But you heard about what happened that weekend, right? Which weekend? The shirts that they had to. They had to remove it from the uh, the merch stands at at uh, Royal Rumble weekend. No, there was a shirt that um, the company homage or homage, or however you however you want to pronounce it. Uh, you know how they do the they, you know they they do like the basketball shirts, like the, mm-hmm. the old school. Uh, uh, what is it? Two on two. I f- I forget the video. Back the to arcade. back. Yeah. Oh. Two on two, uh, NBA Jam is that what you're talk about? NBA Jam, that's right. Yeah, I like it. the old NBA Jam logo, uh, or you know, like design mm-hmm. that you know, wrestling shirts, all all those shirts, like it. so. Anyways, they had a twenty fifth anniversary commemorative shirt commemorating the guy who won the Royal Rumble in nineteen ninety nine, and oh, immediately no. had to, yes, immediately had to pull them once the uh once the story broke oh no <laughs>
1: yeah oh man you talk about horrible timing i mean it couldn't
0: be any worse
1: they're gonna treat the 99 world rumble women winner <laughs> like they treat the um which one year was, was it the 2004 world rumble winner <laughs> yeah talk about it all right yeah. So I just wanna point out also how crazy that back to back Royal Rumble winners is the first time this happened since ninety seven, ninety-eight. It's been mm-hmm. forever. I thought they were in and Cody is also he's the tenth wrestler to win multiple uh multiple World Rumbles. Gotcha. Can you name the other nine? We already Stone Cold Steve also has won it three times, so mm-hmm. so we got Austin, Hogan, Michaels. Uh Cody. So there's one, Cody. two, three, four, five, six other wrestlers. All of them. Cena. Yep, Cena 08 in 2013. Hunter? Yes.
0: 2002, 2016.
1: I'll give you one other the nasty man Brock Lesnar. 03 yeah, bro. and twenty twenty. Yep.
0: That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Uh ju- 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 all these gosh. guys are Hall of Famers. Okay. Famers. Uh, Bret Hart. Nope. No. Um. Did Dave Batista?
1: Yes, two thousand five and twenty
0: fourteen. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Who man?
1: They're only missing two.
0: Randy?
1: Yes. Savage? No, no, wrong one. Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. Yeah, Oh nine in 2017.
0: Okay. Okay. And then
1: just one more.
0: One more.
1: I'd swear you're going to forget about it because it uh because it happened in the pandemic pandemic era and so and everything that happened in that, that entire time period is just a blur. You could tell me anything happened in wrestling or in the world in general and I'll believe Edge? it. Yes, got it. Twenty ten
0: yeah. and twenty twenty one. Good right. I got there. It took me. Mm. It took me a sec. It took me a spell.
1: long like, oh, you get it. that's all that matters. But yeah. But like I said earlier, um, usually, winning the World Rumble means you're going to go to WrestleMania to take on the champion of your choosing. Not this year, apparently. <laughs> Last Friday. um, Cody comes out and um, talks to Roman and he swears he's going to win his title eventually, but not now because he's decided to give up his championship opportunity to the one, the only Dwayne the Rock, Rocky Man Johnson.
0: And here we go. We're off to the races, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently I'm not Sure, how you know, I don't know how true it is if the screenshot that I saw was legit or it feels doctored or whatever. But apparently, that segment is the most thumbs down segment in all of WWE's YouTube history.
1: That is correct,
0: with over 500,000 thumbs downs and counting. Uh, but when I looked back, when I looked at it this morning, they I guess clearly changed their settings, and you can no longer see how many. Thumbs downs. There are you can only see how many thumbs ups. Yeah, and ninety eight thousand is a lot, but doesn't seem like a whole lot for WWE.
1: Yeah, um, I saw people's reactions to it on Twitter, and there were two over overwriting thoughts. I saw it was basically either we hate this. This is Cody's time. Why is the why is Bald Man coming in here ruining this? And then the other side, there were just people like, "Well, this is the biggest masses. How you make money? Blah blah blah." And look, I was convinced. No, no, I was gonna say this okay. is why I don't like social media because everything either the worst of all time or it's the best of all time. <laughs> like, there's no nuance on Twitter. Like, after sleeping on it and not, I didn't post anything. I just, I just thought about it after sleeping on. It, I was like, wow. I'm sorry when at the World War Mosowa Sokoa so cool, came real close to taking out Samantha Irving when he went through oh. the barricade. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Like, God damn. Um sorry. But i my as a sleep on and my thoughts are like I'm disappointed because I really wanted to see Cody win at WrestleMania after not winning last year. Right. Because I was when he lost last year, I was I was upset because I thought she won. And then people were like, well, he's supposed to go through all these tough times. Like his father, he hadn't really had any tough times. And then you watch everything that's gone on this past year with him going against, you know, nasty man, Brock Lesnar and then the judgment day and then coming close and never getting there. And like, okay, he's finally gone through the tough path. Then he should be the conquering baby face when it comes to WrestleMania nah, that's not going to happen so I was disappointed and a part of me was also like i understand why wwe wants to do this match with roman versus the rock like yeah. you never know when you're going to get these opportunities when it comes to someone like uh the rock he does yes. you know 10 tv and movies a year you don't know when his schedule's going to be open opening up and also i was thinking about like there was always this if you go back and watch the uh, what WrestleManias like 14, like uh, 2014, 15, like they always felt like they were trying to build towards a rock Triple H match. Mm-hmm. And because of Triple H's heart condition, we're never going to get that because and like he's like, you got to strike while you can because you never know what's going to happen with injuries. Like, right. You save this for, like, a Saudi show and then Roman gets hurt, or you try to work around the rock schedule and the rock can't do it for another two and a half years, you know? So, I understand that from WWE perspective why they want to do that. But for me, I'm like, overall, I just feel disappointed and I really wanted um, Cody to win at WrestleMania Fantasy Story and we can Honestly, move stop on stop saying
0: to... finish the story. <laughs> well, not only that, we'll also move on <laughs> to
1: something new for Roman Reigns. Yeah. Like I want to see what he has. What he like has like a passes. match against the rock. Yeah. And the match against the rock, you don't need the title. It could just be for the title of head of the of the family, head uh, you know, head of the table. And one thousand percent. you honestly you don't need to do that at a PLE. You could set up something like um. Like UFC has, like, a, like just a one off. Remember when WWE did, like, the Beast in the East? Mm-hmm. And you could do something like that where you can have, like, set up, like, a UFC pay per view where it's like, we got Rock and Roman, and then we'll have other preliminary matches before that. And it could be just on, like, Peacock, or hell, you could even put it on, like, NBC like prime time or something like that. You don't need it to be like for like one for the championship and two for like, it can just be its own thing. Right. Right. So overall, like I'm not going to sit here and bitch about this. Like I've seen it on, like I'm not complaining about it. Like I've seen on Twitter. I'm just going to say I'm disappointed. I thought what I, what I would have done is different from what WWE is doing yeah. But I'm not going to be up here whining, playing. Oh my God, this is the most terrible thing ever. How can you do? Coney Road, this company needs to go. It need to be dissolved. it's terrible. I'm like, I understand. I'm uh, disappointed.
0: I mean, I get it. I, I get every side of the argument. Mm-hmm. I understand all of the reasons why you do it, and I understand all of the reasons why you don't do it. And you're right. You can't complain about it because. This is WWE, and this is what they do. They they are always going to go with the biggest name, and they're mm-hmm. always and especially after the the misstep of not striking on Hunter versus The Rock. They're always going to strike when they can. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to, and you know, you would think. That they they wouldn't because look they know this this is my big point mm-hmm. they know exactly what it's like to do this to Cody to the fans and and not give a damn they know exactly what is gonna what to expect what's gonna happen what's coming down the pike what already is happening in terms of social media. Backlash and outrage and commentary and all that stuff. And at the same time, they also know what to, you know, they know how to appease the fans too, and it's just a matter of, and and, and you know whether that means you know putting Daniel Bryan in that triple threat match, you know, at the end of WrestleMania 30, um, or having Rollins cash in, you know, to make it a triple threat match between. Lesnar and, and and Roman they it's like they they are experienced enough to handle both scenarios and it still seems like they're gonna take you know uh, that they're they're gonna go with the uh the most difficult road yeah no pun intended
1: yeah. so apparently I I've been reading the dirt sheets about this like the rock got involved just because, like, they want to juice up WrestleMania after losing CM Punk and um, uh, oh, Rock Lesnar and everything's happened. I'm like, I can understand if you want to juice up like a no name pay-per-view, like Backlash or No Mercy or anything. You don't need to juice up WrestleMania, mm-hmm. it's, it's Wrestle-fucking-mania.
0: It, it sells itself, it does, but also at the same time, it is WrestleMania and. It is the I mean, where it's supposed to be the most showcased show for mm-hmm. everybody that has busted their ass year round for the company. Um, but basically what it is now is a showcase of who we can get, who we can go out and get, who we can bring in part time. And that's what they're doing again. I mean, the, the, I mean, if you look at the last, oh God, almost 10 WrestleManias now, I mean, the majority of the card is part timers. And it's actually, well, not anymore, I guess, because in the last, what, three years, they've done two nights. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely helped the optics of that. But I mean, look, you've had Pat McAfee on WrestleMania, Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. you know, a 50 year old Stone Cold Steve Austin. You
1: know, Shit, there are rumors multiple, that they, we were going to get Stone Cold at CM Punk this year.
0: Yeah. Multiple Lesnar appearances. Mm-hmm. Uh, Undertaker was still wrestling on WrestleMania, you know, as of, what, three years ago? Um,
1: I don't think it's bad as I it mean, was before, but
0: it's they still
1: yeah. pop up. Like, it, I understand. They do.
0: And they take the biggest moments, you know, whether it's right or wrong. But it's just, it's just what they do at this point. And we shouldn't be surprised by the decision.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I'm still surprised. You know, he Cody wins the Royal Rumble, and at the end of the, the night, he's standing on the turnbuckle pointing at Roman Reigns up in the suite, yelling, <laughs> it's you, I want you. And then not even a week later, it's like, oh, never mind, I'll get that title some other time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well they'll they'll rewrite history and splice in mm-hmm. Rollins <laughs> instead of Reigns. Yeah, that's the one he's pointing at. Oh, I was he was pointing at Seth the whole time.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm on Wikipedia still, and I'm looking up the results they had for Royal Rumble, and they were like, oh, Cody Rhodes is going to go. Face Seth Rollins, and then I go to the WrestleMania Wikipedia page, and it still says to be determined versus Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so even Wikipedia doesn't know what's going on. Honestly, yeah. I don't I don't know what's gonna go on. Like the everything that's gone on behind the scenes, like people like wrestlers and bookers and even the front office people were like shocked at what happened last Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Dwayne's got all this power now that he's on the board of TKO. And he's even got like his own dude in Creative Now.
0: I mean, that's another rumor I read is that he felt like he's the one that kind of made the call. Like, I need to be there to save this show. Because we've lost all these guys. And also hmm. because the company is has has faced a lot of negative back a lot of negative publicity with the lawsuit yes
1: that's true but i don't think he expected to get more negative now that he put himself
0: in the match yeah well they never do i mean (laughs) these egomaniacs never do they never they don't get it (laughs) yeah Um, everything
1: i've done at wwe has worked why wouldn't this exactly because not
0: everything because the The other thing that didn't work also involved Roman Reigns.
1: The Rock's like, that was Roman problem, not mine. Yeah. I I understand why people are disappointed. Um, I understand why WWE did this. I still don't know what's going to happen now. Because we've seen all the... Um, the negative the backlash to this decision like is WWE gonna keep going forth or are they gonna make a are they gonna make a change like we don't know like honestly the easiest thing for them to do probably be like Roman you're working double duty you're gonna do you're going against the rock on Saturday and then you're gonna do Rome uh go against Cody on
0: Sunday. I think that, that's that, that would be the most insane decision they they could make.
1: I mean the, what they do be like is okay, so Rock and Roman are gonna go off on Saturday, and the winner of that match is gonna face Roman. I mean gonna face Cody of my apologies on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, that's the easiest way that makes everyone happy. That way you can boost up everything for Saturday and get people Well, you can say the rock is back. He's going to match against Roman. Hey, tail. blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And then once Roman wins, you can have Roman versus Cody. And you know, the bloodline interference that normally happens doesn't happen because uh you have the rock show up on Sunday and stop solo and uh stop uh Red Uso. <laughs> Sometimes I get Jimmy and Jake. Mixed up, so I'll just say Red Uso. <laughs> that's the bad one, you know. The- like you can, that's that's that be the easiest way to to book it to make everyone happy. Now, is that going to happen? Probably not, because I'm a terrible booker. I'll be the first one to admit it. So we'll see what happens. I'm just, I, I, I'm very interested on how they work everything out.
0: Yeah, and look, I know you're. We're we're all throwing ideas out there. The only thing I have against that particular scenario
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you do that if you have rock and Roman face each other night one
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the winner goes on to face Cody
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's Dwayne and I don't think Dwayne is ready for that I don't think Dwayne is ready to acknowledge that Cody Rhodes is a bigger star than him in that particular moment because that's what you're saying I think like if you if you're fighting for the opportunity to face Cody the next night, Mm -hmm. That's acknowledged. That's putting Cody over everybody. That's saying, okay, this is the top guy. This is this guy's. And I don't think Roman. I don't think Dwayne would do that to himself. And I don't think he would do that to Roman because that would also be acknowledged or you know, kind of admitting that Roman isn't as big as Cody. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, again, I know it's just it's an idea that you know we just got to throw it out there, of course,
1: and. And also while you were discussing that uh, Basically about Rock's ego I was thinking that would mean that Both of those matches Would have to main event Because oh, yeah, there's no yeah. way The Rock is not going to Main event Wrestlemania And mm-hmm. Cody Versus Roman is a match everyone Wants to see though that definitely would have
0: to main event Night too
1: which means yeah. someone... Roman
0: gets Screwed out ultimately
1: no, I was gonna say, which means someone else gets screwed out, like Bailey versus EO oh, Sky. Yeah, right, right. That does, like the women deserve to have a um a WrestleMania main event. They got mm-hmm. screwed out of one last year. They deserve it this year. In fact, yeah. I think they they got screwed out of it two years. Cause wasn't the before it was um it was Austin versus KO night one, yeah, and then it was um. Uh, what was night like two? It was Roman a, and Brock. Roman Brock, yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yes. So there goes my idea. <laughs> it's hey, but we gotta throw we gotta throw every scenario out there. I feel like mm-hmm. at this point,
1: it was good until it wasn't.
0: <laughs> right, right. What a crazy start to the road on the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We're already the the. The crazy road that we're already on. On this road to WrestleMania. Just just
1: insane. I'm not going to lie. I've been fancy booking some shit for WrestleMania, man. (laughs) Like the one crazy thing I've been thinking about, which has a 10% chance of coming true, is so Seth Rollins, he doesn't have a challenger. He just comes out night one. And he's he's just like, I will fight anybody who wants to show up. And come out and fight me. And then uh, you won't hear anything. And then you hear that coin drop. And then the Rainmaker, Okada, comes out. <laughs> and not only comes out and, sh- and shocks the world in his first WWE match at WrestleMania, wins the title. You, want, you want some real legitimacy to that World Heavyweight Championship? Have Okada hold it.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: I broke your brain with that one, didn't <laughs> I?
0: Yeah, just, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. It's going to it's look, um it's always an exciting time. Um the uh, oh, wait,
1: wait, wait, before we move on. What yeah. what would you do? Like you're head of WWE right now. You got the power. What would you do? like would you keep on going is would you try to would you change at this point, directions? I think
0: I, at this point I think you have to uh stay the new course you've already changed once and it's already blowing up in your face it's not a good look mm-hmm. um a second you know audible I think is uh, an even worse look at this point if that's even possible but yeah
1: I think the, the funniest album would be like Triple H just coming out Thursday. Like, all right, we heard y'all. We were wilding. We're going to change it. <laughs> Our bad. You know, we let Dwayne come in. He got a little bit of power. He uh, it went to his head. We're going to fix it. We heard y'all. We see the <laughs> tweets. We see the dislikes. We got y'all. Don't worry.
0: We wilding. If, if they stick with, with Dwayne and, and Roman, mm-hmm. uh, Roman's going to get a lot more Cheers then they were probably counting on. Yeah, yeah, a lot more than he would have gotten if he had faced Cody.
1: Hmm. How many days has Roman been champion? Do you know?
0: Thirteen hundred, I think. Maybe. I think yeah. it's thirteen.
1: Well, look it up because I think he's coming real close to, um, Hulk Hogan.
0: Oh, I'm
1: gonna try to find it if I can. <laughs> Range, there we go. God, so many clicks. Sorry. 1253.
0: 1253.
1: And what's it, rains at? Oh, rains at
0: 1253. Oh, he's yeah, at
1: 1253. Yeah. God damn it. This has like combined reigns. Screw this. I'm not going to keep it. But I think he's like coming up on. Um, Hulk Hogan's I
0: long ass ring. Uh, no, oh. Bob Backlund.
1: No, I'm just talking about just Hulk Hogan's. Uh, Hulk Hogan's is one thousand four hundred seventy four.
0: Uh, Bob Backlund's uh, fourteen seventy. No, I, I
1: know, but I'm talking about Hogan. I'm not worried about Bob Backlund.
0: Oh, okay. So you? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, okay, I guess so. if you're gonna if you're gonna break Bob Backlund, you you might as well just break Hogan.
1: Yeah, you said. Uh, Rome was what twelve something?
0: Twelve fifty three. So he's like
1: two hundred and twenty days away.
0: That gets you to Summerslam, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm
1: just saying, would they have him holding on that long until Summerslam?
0: I think now you have to. Uh, I don't know. So you can't put the title on, on Dwayne.
1: No, nobody's asking for that.
0: Please, God, no! <laughs> and they're in Philly; they'll riot. <laughs> It's just wrestling.
1: <laughs> They're already pissed off about the Eagles. You'll, yeah, you push them to the the, the edge of the edge. They'll, right. they'll burn down that poor stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think now we're predicting Cody wins it at SummerSlam after um, Roman beats um, Hogan's record. I think that's mm-hmm. the prediction. Like it's like, it's not how I would do it, but yeah. you know what? I don't run anything. I barely run shit in this <laughs> in this home I'm sitting in. Right. Yeah. Are there any other matches that you, since we're already in the book WrestleMania stage, any other matches that you want to see?
0: Um, not yet. You know, honestly, I haven't really thought about any other matches just because. This new development with Cody and The Rock and Dwayne—it's just been so. It, it. It's been, the most consuming thing, uh, you know, that I've taken in for wrestling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, All right, I, I'm with you.
1: I'm with you. There, there are just so many superstars now, and there are so many different paths everyone can take to get to, here this person or this person over here. Like, mm-hmm. it's like that scene from. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, where Charlie is pointing at the board. It's got red string going everywhere. That's what it is right now. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right,
1: man. Anything else wrestling wise?
0: No, I think I think that's all I can handle for one week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, um,
1: nothing. <laughs> nothing else crazy pops out. So right.
0: Let's give it a few days to, you know, reset. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, Super Bowls is Sunday. We uh, record on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: Wait. Let's shoot for Saturday.
1: All right. Let's just yeah. do the Super Bowl. Let's do predictions right now because okay. by the time that, you know, we do Saturday, I put up the podcast on Monday. It's, True. <laughs> it's already <laughs> over and done with. Um, so Super Bowl predictions, who you got winning?
0: I'll go with San Francisco. Yeah.
1: yeah. San Francisco is the current betting favorite. I think they're still they're a two point favorite right now. Yeah. Um God, I'm still going with the Chiefs. How can you
0: go against Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Dude, it's hard, but I you know, it's it's like and especially this this postseason where he's like he is basically uh saying, don't bet against me. Yeah. I still got it. I'm still Patrick Mahomes.
1: I don't care if my wide receivers have feet for hands. I'm still making it work, baby. Yeah. Travis Kelsey is in the <laughs> the hyperbolic chamber every week. He's putting, back, putting up numbers <laughs> like he's in his mid-20s. Did you know Travis Kelsey and Gronk are the same age?
0: I think that sounds about right.
1: Yeah, and Gronk has retired twice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. Uh who's your MVP? Uh
0: do, 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 I'll go with hmm. I wanna go with the Bosa Boy.
1: Oh, real MAGA hours, what you're saying.
0: Oh, is that right? Yeah, I both no of idea. the both
1: both of the Bosa boys, yeah.
0: Is it Joey that's on or Nick that's
1: on that? Oh, very good question. I think it's Nick, but I'm not 100% sure. I want to Google have that man's name in my Google machine. Yes, uh, Nick,
0: yeah, why not? Just you know, something different.
1: Uh, I'm staying with that good old same hold. I'm picking Patrick (laughs) Mahomes,
0: good old Mahomes. Never
1: never let me down. (laughs) I saw that Simpsons episode a couple of days ago. Poor, predictable Bart. Always picks Rock. Good old (laughs) Rock. Never lets me down. Yeah, man. Um, That's it. Um, I think next week, I don't know what we're talking about. Baseball starting to pick up, so we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I already got plans to do like three baseball shows, so I hope you're ready. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not ready, but they're still going to happen.
0: I'll be ready. I'll be ready then.
1: Good old California. <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> That's a good one. Um, Yeah. So thank you all for uh, downloading, listening, sharing. We greatly appreciate it. If you could, wherever you listen to, please leave us a review. Five stars. Help our egos. Anything else makes us feel depressed. You wouldn't want to. <laughs> you wouldn't want to hurt us, would you? Not nah, with all the free content we give you guys, right?
0: Right. We didn't think so. You didn't think so. All
1: right. So we're back next week, talking a little. uh I don't know. We'll let the, we'll let the winds decide what we're talking about next week. All Sounds right. good. Sounds good. All right. For Anthony, I'm quincy Later. <laughs>